0: Welcome back to the Hottest Take Sports podcast presented by SIP Sports. This is your host, John Ashcar, and today with me, I'm joined with my co-host, Jack Vandemater.
1: What up, what up? This is going to be a very special episode.
0: Yeah, today we are joined with a very special guest, senior shortstop at the University of Oklahoma, Grace Lyons. Welcome to the show, Grace. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we are super excited to have you, super excited to dive into your story for those of you who do not know Grace, she is entering her fourth year in the OU program, where last year, or a couple weeks ago, they just won the College World Series, a national championship. So congrats on that, Grace. Thank you. She is from Sandra Day O'Connor High School in Arizona. And this past year, not only won the national championship, she was a second-team All-American per the NFCA, the National Fast Pitch Coaches Association. So accomplished a lot in your junior year, Grace. Thank you. Yeah, it was a fun year. Crazy. (laughs) So moving into our first question for you, growing up in a military family, what challenges did you face as a softball player slash baseball player constantly moving from team to team and state to state?
2: Yeah, so I started in baseball, and I'm super thankful for that just because – I mean, I feel like the skills and the style of baseball is some—it's different, and mm-hmm, you sure. notice that with baseball and softball players. But I think it's pretty cool that I was able to bring that to softball. Um, I almost people on my team are, call me swaggy and just t- have different you know traits that that come with that. But I'm super thankful for growing up in a family that put me in baseball and then. Started out um, on the East Coast in Virginia. So there wasn't softball that was developed there. So that's kind of why I was in baseball, but I've been had the pleasure to be coached by some awesome baseball coaches. One of them, uh, Danny and Easley, he's actually my boyfriend's dad. So kind of a weird connection and (laughs) and that's still rolling, but uh, he's an awesome coach. He's currently the hitting coach with the Padres. So I'm able to learn from him all the time. And just a cool thing to say, you know, I've been coached by him. growing up right. but I, I mean I give all my all my skills props to him so it was just a super cool way to grow up the military part I mean my dad's my hero awesome qualities from him but the baseball too that's it's just super unique I'd say and I, I just love having that as part of my story
1: yeah that's really cool so you played baseball to the age of 14 is that correct yes so yep how do you think that benefited your development in softball? And then did you find any difficulties like transitioning from one to the other?
2: Yeah, I get that a lot because it's, I mean, nowadays you see it's it's completely different. But I mean, the game's similar, but it's super different. A lot of people like watching softball now just because it's so fast. Mm-hmm. But I would say growing up... With a small ball, it's kind of interesting because you think about think about young girls who are trying to learn how to throw with this massive ball. And <laughs> me growing up, I was able to you know two seam baseball. It. And I think I don't know the throwing. Yeah, that was different, and I think that definitely helped. But just the the type of game that baseball is, it's a lot. You got to be smooth. You got mm-hmm. to be. Fa- I mean, you got to be fast, but you can make it look good at the same time. So. I think just naturally, growing up with guys who are super athletic, that definitely helped. I just kind of had to stick with them and make sure I didn't fall behind. But I would say with the transition, it was probably how fast the game was, how short, how little time you had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, making that transition super quick. That I mean, I transitioned right when we were getting into the college softball recruiting process. So I definitely had to get through that little growing period really fast. But the only thing was just how, how fast and how how short it is. And, and after that, I mean, yes, you have to go from up here to down here on where the ball's released. But I mean, same game, same ball kind of yeah. thing, uh, same rules. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't much different.
0: You, you can't take lead offs in softball though. So did that ever trip you up?
2: I got a funny story. So with my first weekend out, we were playing in California and I was, I got my first hit and I was super stoked with that. And then I got to second base and I was taking this massive lead <laughs> off second and I'm just waiting in the middle, in the middle of the baseline. And my coach is like, get back, get back. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, they're not coming at me. They're not throwing it at me. And I was just waiting in no man's land forever. And then finally the umpire came up to you and was like hey like you got once this pitcher's in the circle you got to get back to second (laughs) so it was just a little i mean it was embarrassing but since then you know i know you can't lead off and you gotta get back there but that was probably the first time that i was like oh this is really weird but (laughs) hey
0: it's probably the best way for you to learn it though
2: seriously yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah so moving into more of like the present day What specifically stuck out to you during the recruiting process that made you choose a program like Oklahoma over other schools like Arizona, where you're from, Alabama, Florida, or UCLA?
2: You know, with the military background, I was okay going all over. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't wasn't necessarily wanting to stay in Arizona. They had a good program, but nothing was really keeping me there. So looking elsewhere, I mean, I was super involved with all those other schools that you, you mentioned, but... Oklahoma, it something about the coaches, the program, the morals behind the program, all those things really stuck out to me as, you know, the family atmosphere and something that, you know, on my vis- first visit, you go over to coach's house and you get to see like her lifestyle as a person and as a human. So, so it was weird because you're in eighth grade and I mean, you're not really, you're not <laughs> matured yet. You don't really know what you even want to do with your life, but there's just something different about them. It was my first visit, so that probably helped. Uh, it was my first kind of situation in, in dealing with recruiting at a, at a new state. But I don't know. It was something weird that just stuck out. And now that I'm in it, it's so true, and I'm so thankful for it.
1: Right. I think you made a great decision yeah, there, obviously.
0: it seems like you made a yeah, really good choice. Yeah, same. We
2: got a natty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you've started all three seasons since you arrived in Norman. How have you been able to kind of build up a leadership role as, as you know, now that you're in your third or going into your fourth year in the program.
2: I was thankful enough to learn from some awesome seniors my freshman year. Sid Romero, Shay Knighton, uh, Kaylee Clifton, all those people who have done amazing things with their career and on to playing and coaching. So being able to learn from them, I mean, I, I started and was sandwiched between some awesome players um, in the infield. So Learning how they led, learning, you know, how to carry yourself as a player in success, in failure. I think that definitely helped because they had been through it for sure, through the ups and the downs. So just having that experience with them. And then I would say my sophomore year, I was able to, once they were gone, jump right into the leadership role. Mm -hmm. Even though I was a sophomore and an underclassman per se, but I jumped right into it. And it was just pretty, it was very natural. Earning I'd say the number one key to, to leading is having respect from your players and your teammates. So yep. earning respect that first year and, and kind of leading it into the rest. That was definitely the key.
1: That's cool. All the, all the football players that we've interviewed and we've asked them that question and they always lean on the, those veterans that they, that were there when they arrived. So that's really, it's uh, really important to be able to learn from their experience and what they've got. Oh them. yeah.
0: It also seems that OU has put a lot of, Former softball players into the pro softball league too, so you've probably had a really good crop of talent to learn from.
2: Oh yeah, that's. I mean, it's cool seeing how softball's grown in mm. the in the pro area. Because I mean, back then there was nothing, and now there's actually something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, and just seeing that they've definitely taken that and and it's building. So mm-hmm. hopefully, it keeps building.
0: Exactly. So talking about your game now. You had the same amount of strikeouts this past year, 14 as home runs, and you almost had double the doubles with 27. What's your approach when you step up to the plate, and how have you kept like developing such a better play command?
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd say even growing up and even my first two years, I wouldn't say that offense was my strong suit. I mean, I've, I've loved defense forever, <laughs> and Rick. I still love it more than anything, but i just watched my offensive game grow, and I think it's... Me not thinking more about what does the pitcher have? What do I need to do in the box? But I mean, simplifying it down to timing and pitch selection, honestly, Mm -hmm. are the two Mm -hmm. things that I kind of just keep in my head when I'm at the plate, when I'm walking into the plate. But all of that, you know, what is how to hit different pitches that goes on in the cage beforehand in practice. So I think just simplifying it has made it a little bit easier and not putting so much pressure on myself to do. do anything because you saw our offense this year it was crazy so I didn't need to do all of that but it just naturally happened just because I think we all kind of pushed each other on and and kept it simple
0: right you you said with coach easily like he really taught you how to like hit well have you had coach that's really taught you to field well like you said
2: I would say Coach Easley did the same. Oh, for real? <laughs> um, he is the hitting coach now, but he definitely, I mean he was an infielder in the big. So mm-hmm. he definitely helped me with all of those skills. So I give it all to him for both categories, <laughs> but uh, even our coach, our hitting coach now is awesome. JT Gasso, he's he's super smart, does all his research and yeah, he's got us where we are this year.
1: So that's our next question is actually about kind of Coach Gasso and and the staff. And is there a specific area or part of your game that you think they have helped elevate the most throughout your time at Oklahoma?
2: I would say hitting in general, like defense. Yes. I was a good defender coming in and and I feel like that's something that coach kind of She doesn't critique me a ton on it, but she knows when she needs to help me with that. But I think defense just comes naturally to me. Mm -hmm. But the offense for sure, and leadership, like we talked about, but the offense is something that I've had to work hard in because just obviously it's not as natural. So Coach Gasso, it kind of keeps it simple from the outside. JT really gets into it and just helps with all the techniques and the mental game. But that's something that he has done an amazing job with all of our players.
0: Speaking on the mental game, moving into our next question: How did the pressure build up in the last series versus Florida State, and how did you deal with it to not let it get the best of you?
2: I mean, it kind of went three sixty because that first game it wasn't it wasn't our best. Mm-hmm. We kind of tried to tried something new, starting our freshman pitcher, and then I just think it was we weren't we weren't playing our game, yeah. and kind of after that game we reminded ourselves that no one has no one this year has beat us twice. So mm-hmm. going back to all of those games that we came back from after a loss, I think that motivated us a ton. And we just remembered you're like, you're not going to be this twice. There's no way. So we went back to our red on red uniforms because mm-hmm. uh, we left them for that one, that mm-hmm. first game. So we went back to that same mojo and we did the job. And I think, The first win fed into the second win to win it all, but I think that main thing of no one beats us twice kind of set the stage for the rest of the series.
0: Yeah, I saw you guys only had four losses during the regular season, so that's kind of wild. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) That's crazy.
1: (laughs) So 10 years from now, what do you think will be the most memorable part about winning the national championship?
2: Oh... So many things. <laughs> there were just so many so many little moments throughout, not mm-hmm. even like the actual plays in the game, but our, our team's very faith-based. And I think that was a mm. big part of just us kind of leaning on each other mm. and not really focusing on all of the aspects and the outcomes of the game. So we had a ton of cool little team, team memories, team sayings throughout. We had the, the really cool, everyone kind of put up fours Throughout on our team, and then you'd see it in the stands, which is really cool. Seeing people kind of feed off of it and kind learn of from it, on, yeah. and that was mainly like we, what we play for. So mm-hmm. people who are into the faith, we play for God, for each other, and then people maybe who who aren't into that, they can they can play for whatever they want. So everyone had their own four, and that's mm. definitely something that we'll remember forever because we won by four. We ended up. I think only losing four coming into the World Series, it was there were a lot of fours throughout. So mm-hmm. and a lot of cool numbers that, that I'll remember forever. All of us will.
0: That's cool. So talking a little bit more about faith, we were gonna ask you like, how big of a role does that play like overall in your life, and how does that kind of like hop onto the field when you step on there?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, it's huge. It's it's the reason why I play, the reason why I live, reason for all my relationships, kind of my purpose. And Mm -hmm. it all started in high school when I realized there's more to just me wanting to learn more and like my personal faith. I think that's kind of when it, it skyrocketed, when I realized, hey, I can go influence so many people around me, my friends, strangers, coaches, just weird connections that maybe I didn't think I could have, but just being a great example Kind of my word this year was being consistent. So mm-hmm. consistent in actions, words, the pl- your play, all those things definitely are kind of how I lead. And, and I think that it's a huge aspect of softball for me because honestly, my talents, I can't do them myself. It all comes from God. So I think that that's one of the main reasons that I'm able to do what I do. And I'm super, super blessed.
1: Yeah, that's really, really cool to have that to always fall back on. Mm-hmm. So... Your boyfriend Jace Easley is currently in the Texas Rangers minor league organization, and yes. so how do you guys compete with each other and keep and push yeah. each other to get better?
2: Yeah, we uh, we kind of have similar lifestyles, and I think that's kind of how our relationship is is going really well. And we mm-hmm. you know we understand our schedules, but we're also we play the same position. He's playing a little bit more outfield this year, but we've grown up playing the same position, and we actually played together. When I was coached by Damien, so I played short, he played second, turned some double plays. So we always look back in those days and and remind ourselves, you know, keep it simple, remember how simple it was. But I I love talking baseball, and I really don't think I could really be with anyone else who would want to understand that or wouldn't want to understand that. So, you know, after each of our games, we like talking about it and kind of going over how it went, what we can get better at, so it's a, it's a good balance between just regular social life and, and our sport. So I think that's why we have a really good connection.
1: That's awesome. So is it true or is this false that growing up playing on the same baseball team that you actually started over, Jace, in the field?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the running joke. <laughs> Whenever someone asks, like, who who is better? I, I don't want to say... I don't want to say me, but I, I kind of lead it by saying, yeah, I played short, he played, played second. second. So when when, you're that, when you explain it that way, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory, mm-hmm. but it's just a kind of funny little joke that some people know. I don't know how you guys know that, but <laughs> it's a cool little, little fun fact.
0: Do you still hold that over his head sometimes?
2: Oh, I do, I do, and other people know it, and he just kind of laughs and is a little embarrassed, but oh well.
0: That's, that's good, that's good, you gotta you gotta like throw some little chirps around like that. Oh yeah,
2: gotta humble him. <laughs> of course.
0: Moving into our last big question for you, what goals do you just have with your future both on and off the field?
2: Yeah, that's kind of, I'm, I'm getting on to that, that point in my life where I have to figure out what I want to do, and yeah. you know... I have, I'm, I'm majoring in biomedical engineering Ooh. and tough. Yep, I'm almost yeah. done. So that's a plus. But I actually have a pacemaker. So that's kind of where I get that passion to hmm. want to give back in that area where I can work in medical devices and help people and, and young kids who are maybe going through it when I did. So that's kind of my passion in that direction. Then I also have the option of, of professional softball where. Maybe I want to try it for a year or two or just completely hang them up when I'm done, which would be sad, but I have to make that decision on right. you know, what, what do I want to do? And I don't know 100%, but I do have that option. So I feel like if I'm given that option, I might try it because I don't want to go back and, and say that I didn't get to try it. Mm-hmm. So kind of those two routes are what I'm thinking. Not for sure yet, but both are going to be awesome. I'm excited for either of them and we'll just see you know two years i got two years left so that's that's a little bit of time where i can right. figure that out and and see you know where it takes me
1: right you really can't go wrong with either of those i feel like oh.
2: you know? <laughs> they're polar opposites but yeah,
0: yeah. for real <laughs> with like <laughs> with developing equipment like that do you wear like like a little guard on your chest during games or something i wear so, so, uh, so close? uh
2: evo shield actually makes like a like a kickback kind of thing for guns Uh Uh and I I wear a little, there's a little pocket on my side. So Uh it's sitting right here and I wear a little guard that kind of goes on the side, kind of like a, for a kickback. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's, it's interesting how it it fits, but it protects it perfectly just (laughs) in case it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. But other than that, I wouldn't, I don't notice it. It's kind of crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So moving on, we're going to get into some of these quick questions. You could just give the first thing that pops into your head. What was your favorite MLB or softball team growing up?
2: Yankees. Ooh, the Yankees. Derek <laughs> Jr., <Junior>, baby.
0: <laughs> you got
1: to respect the greats. I'll, I'll give you that.
0: <laughs> so was he your favorite player growing up too, I would assume? Yeah. So
2: yeah. I was a, I was a player fan. I, I wouldn't say yeah. I loved teams. <laughs> I still am. I like players. So Derek Jeter, yeah, he was it.
1: So what other sports, if any, did you play in high school?
2: I played basketball. Ooh. Loved it. Like I wish that. I could play college basketball.
0: What position did you play?
2: Point guard. Point guard. I don't right? know, so you got some yeah. handles?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little handles, you know. So going into your light. college days, who's the hardest pitcher that you've had to face?
2: Oh, I have to say Rachel Garcia. Hmm. She's she's a beast, and I didn't get we didn't get to play her. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did get to play her this year. I think I hit off. I got to walk or I got hit. So, hey, I'll I'll take that. Any way I can get on base. But she's she's so good. And I'm I'm glad that she's graduated now. So we don't have to to deal with that.
1: So who's your most impressive teammate?
2: This year? Or just in general,
0: it could be a past year, this year.
2: Impressive. Oh, Jocelyn Allo, That, that girl her stats are unbelievable she can hit the ball 400 feet mm. give her a baseball bat and she'll hit it over any any mlb park i, I don't understand but crazy. it's she's a, she's an animal and super cool to learn from too super good mindset and i just i love talking talking softball with her so I, i'm super impressed with her bat. it's crazy
0: she was the national player of the year right Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's that's some big company then.
2: She's she's okay. She's kind (laughs) of (laughs) good.
0: Do you have a special talent or hobby that the normal person wouldn't know about?
2: So my go-to is this. It's not it's not a talent at all. It's very embarrassing, but I can't do the number three. I literally like I physically can't put three fingers up. something in my thumb yeah it's it's insane i don't know why but something in my thumb is just super tight i don't know but i literally can't like i can do without touching it's weird and then number two can't touch my shoulders so i just don't have good mobility i think that's (laughs) what it is but it's those are my non-talents so Everyone on my team knows, but not a lot of, not a, many others know. No.
0: Just tell people you're too strong and that's why you can't touch your shoulders. I know, like too much ju- bicep. You're just born with, like, just guns, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's your favorite show to binge watch? What's your favorite show of time. Right now
2: I'm watching The 100, but. Oh,
1: that's a good show. It's
2: kind of, it's kind of weird. But like, kind of sci-fi, but mm-hmm. not, I don't know. But I'm, I'm a big Vampire Diaries girl, too. Okay. Love little kind of rom romantic drama yeah. of whatever. I
0: don't know. I love it. <laughs> Our la- last quick question for you. Who's your favorite musical artist and what's on your pregame po- warm up playlist before every game?
2: I love Lecrae, some good Christian rap. Mm-hmm. And I'm a country country girl. Yeah. Not I mean I'm from Arizona, so not really in the country, but going to Oklahoma. Yeah. I have to I have to <laughs> kinda of fit in, so yeah. Love some Luke Combs, you know, I would say Chris Stapleton, mm. just a different, a different kind of voice, but yeah, country. Yeah. So with country,
1: did you always like it or was it kind of developed when you got to Oklahoma?
2: I, th- I think it developed as I knew I was going there and once I'm there, it yeah. definitely helped the cause, but hey, my friends who are from Oklahoma love it and they're teaching me all the old school, you know, Johnny Cash and right and wade bowen and all those things
1: that's the same so i'm we're both from ohio i go to south carolina though so i had the same experience uh-huh. i was never a country fan but kind of gotta be down there
2: you so. have to and they make fun of me because i like all the new the newer country but yeah. i guess old country is a whole different thing so totally i'm different. learning
0: yeah. yeah they'll get on you for liking the pop country artists right? yeah
2: <laughs> I'm like, it's good yeah
0: <laughs> It goes against their morals, though. It's not traditional. It does. Yeah. I know.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Grace, for coming on. You were super interesting to talk to. That was a great interview. And I love just kind of learning, it, getting a
0: new perspective on, on everything. Thank you, Grace.
2: Yeah, I had fun. That was awesome. awesome. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. And just
0: best of luck with everything, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. We're going to go We're gonna go two-peat it. Okay? There you go. That's there you, cool. you go.
0: And thanks to you guys if you made it this far listening to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast. Today's intro beat was made by Black Lions Beats on YouTube. We'll have a link to it in the description. Also, make sure you all go give Grace a follow on Instagram at GraceLions5 and on Twitter at Grace underscore Lions5. Huge thanks again to Grace for taking her time to come on the show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay updated with our show and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the hottest underscore take pod. Also, make sure you rate the show and leave some feedback. Thanks again, y'all